episode 67 of Music Raygun. I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. This is the show where we pick a music-related topic, then we watch video clips about that topic, and if you go to musicraygun.com, you can check out our video playlist to watch all the clips we talk about. Right, Kirk? Yep. Kirk? Yep. We're doing something a little different with this episode. We're going a little, uh, we're doing a 180 from last week. Oh yeah, last <laughs> week was our heavy metal episode. Yeah. This is a real turnaround. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, this was a challenge for me, but a fun challenge. What about you? It was a yes. Yeah. It was a something that started out as like, oh, this is like taking a test. <laughs> yeah. To, oh, this is really fun. Same, yeah. same here. I was kind of dreading it, and then I got into it. And I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, let me set up what this episode is. Listeners who listen to our mini episodes between our reg- regular episodes know we always do a trivia quiz mm-hmm. where we play Trivia Pursuit RPM Edition Expansion Pack. It's the all-music trivia uh, expansion pack from 1985 from 1985 and one of the categories is called your mother should know named after the Beatles song and oh is it yeah <laughs> it's a Beatles song and it's about listening to old time music right are you doing a bit or is that true no it's no I had that's no idea thing. it's on Magical Mystery Tour it's that's a Paul song. so funny that I yeah. just learned that now okay sorry but, well, like that that category's title and the game itself, which was published in the 80s, it's aimed at baby boomers. Mm-hmm. But the game's 35 years old, so the questions that the your mother should know category asks about are like pre-50s. Yes. So I have joked many times that we should think of it as your grandmother should know, because yes. for you and me, it's more exactly that, that time. Really is. So this episode is called Your Grandmother Should Know. Yep. And all the music is from the 30s and 40s. Yeah. And neither of us are experts on that at all. Not remotely. So we had to do some homework. Yes. But like you said, like at first it was like, oh God, I don't know what this is going to be. And by the time I was like putting the playlist together for the episode, I was like, this is really fun. Yeah, it's really good. This is a good one. It's a good twist. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we're not experts on... We're not experts on this era at nope. all, so there's some real like basic stuff here. But oh, there's way basic. People are going to be like, oh, Avi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think there will be a couple surprises. I think so, too. Also. Yes. Well, let's start it off with one of yours. We're going to go in chronological order. Oh, good. Okay. So we're going to start in 1930. Nice. Uh, with a clip of yours from a movie. Yes. Called... Animal Crackers. Yes. One of my favorite movies of all time. One of my my absolute favorite Marx Brothers movie. Yes. Oh, it, this is your number this one? This is my number one, hands down. It's up there for me. Not yep. my favorite. It's I'm going to go with Horse Feathers. I'm just, uh, that's, very, that's top but, four for me. Yeah. But, this, this is the first Marx Brothers movie that I ever saw. Okay. Uh, and it was because it was, they showed it on like network TV, I think like CBS in like 1979 and, or 80 or something. And we just... We, uh, my dad recorded it on VHS yeah. and we kept it for like 10 to 12 years. Yeah. So I watched it like every month, all the time. So it's burned in my brain. Um, great movie based on their stage play. Uh, and as with most Marx Brothers movies, particularly early on, there's music in it. Lots of music. Lots of music. People and think that we're going to play Hooray for Captain Spaulding right now. <laughs> Which is a great song. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to. Right. I'm going to play their love song called uh, Why Am I So Romantic? Yeah. Which, as a kid, I would fast forward through because I was like, I don't know fucking want to hear this. Yes, this isn't funny. This isn't funny. I don't like the song. It's old sounding. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, this song is great. Yeah, and uh, 
It, there's also no Marxes in this clip. It's no, not even Zeppo. Not even. No, because by yeah, they didn't get Zeppo to be the love interest. Right. The love interest is a guy named Hal Thompson, who's yeah. real kind of like white bread. Yeah. Kind of like nondescript. But the reason why also why I love this is it's uh, an actress named Lillian Roth. Who She's, is, yeah. Who just is so charming in this. Hal Thompson is whatever. He's a mannequin in this scene. <laughs> he really is. But this is this is about Lillian Roth. Oh. You just, you'll hear her sing and go to the playlist and yeah. watch her because you're like, I wish she was singing to me. Yeah. <laughs> she's so charming. So this is Why Am I So Romantic from Animal Crackers in 1930. 1930. All the boys I've known used to say I was made of stone. I was uh, just her eyes. She, yeah, she knows how to act. She, she knows how to act. She knows how to like, I'm being coy, but I'm also like cool. Yeah. And then there's Hal. Just he kind of is a there. real. He, I mean, he yeah. can sing. He's got a good voice, but yeah, he's sure. he's he's a little stiff. He's a little stiff. And then yeah, it's because it's all her. He doesn't quite know how to react. No, but here's here's the hook. Oh, she's so great. And I'm always curious if, like, because of course I didn't dig that deep. I'm like, I wonder if this was a hit. The movie was a hit, but was like, was this song on the radio? Yeah. And people are like, oh, that's my cut. Yeah. You know? That's Summer Jam 1930. <laughs> <laughs> this song slaps. Yeah. Also, was it like. A lot of people doing this. <laughs> yes, kicking up their heels. Yeah. But I'm also curious, too, is like, were they like, oh, they're talking about sex. Oh, yeah. It's always, it's always veiled. Yes. Yeah. This is about boning and we're not happy. Right. Yeah. It's really, why am I so horny? <laughs> when I'm near you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like a Nelly song. <laughs> now, here's Hal. I think he's I guess. Hal. Yeah, he's fine. But again, he's a real Zeppo. <laughs> yeah. It's it's Zeppo yeah Zeppo was a little more charming but Zeppo couldn't sing yeah uh, she's so like natural I'm, yes so now she's like I'm shy but I'm also like I know what's going on when we've talked about early MTV music videos and how they were like figuring out what a music video was yeah. and how to make it his performance here is like. They're still trying to figure out how to make soundies. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, yeah. he's just not a natural on he's, screen. He's not there yet. Yeah. And she's just got it. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to think of this as her song. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's second fiddle. Right. And he's also just got like that 1930s singing voice. Yeah. With that <laughs> wavering, whatever yeah. that is. Uh, and she, oh, she just gave a little look to him at the end. Yeah, she's adorable. Uh, she's great. adorable. Yes. Um, yeah, that was nice. Uh, oh, the other great thing about this episode is I complain all the time about long songs. Mm. I say that no song yeah. should be longer than five minutes. Yes. None of these clips are over like three minutes. They <laughs> know how to write a pop song back like, then. Get in, get out, get out. Done. Say what you're going to say yeah. and get out. Oh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> so here's another quick one. This is a clip from a movie, a short film called uh, Rufus Jones for President. Have you ever seen Rufus Jones for President? Never in my life. Uh, there's no reason why you would have. 
I never heard of it until no. I started doing research for this. And from what I read about it, it's 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 portrayal of black Americans is maybe not politically correct by any modern standard. Yeah. I, we're not going to see anything offensive here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just like a 20-minute movie about a seven-year-old boy who runs for president. His name is Rufus Jones. And uh, at the end, I assume this is the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sings a song, uh, which you might know. It's called I'll Be Glad When You're Dead, You Rascal You. Which I- lo- don't know it. You don't know it? Unless I hear unless I know the, the, the Louis Armstrong did it. Okay. I know it, and people my age, if they know it, would probably know it from its appearance during the opening credit sequence to the movie Grumpy or Old Men. <laughs> you know I, only know Gr- I only know Grumpy. Oh, you didn't see both of them? I didn't see both. You saw the first one, you weren't motivated to go out and I see was the not. One? The first one's great. Second one adds Sophia Loren to the mix. I st- it didn't make my didn't yeah. make my wheelhouse. It's a fun song. Uh, and Louis Armstrong's version came out the same year as Rufus Johnson President. This is 1932. But I think when we see this little boy sing the song, you might recognize it. Oh. So, there's going to be a little bit of the movie lead up into the song yeah. first. Where, uh, spoiler alert, Rufus wins the election. <laughs> oh, no! I love that there's, there's things as 20 minute movies that would be showing in theaters. Yeah. Well, I Now it's fast. Seven-year-old Sammy Davis Jr. Holy shit! His face never changed. There is no mistaking that face. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god, he is... Even now, at that age, he's amazing. And adorable. Yeah. It's just, uh... Yeah. I'm freaking out because it looks like they did a date fake for this. Yeah, it with does. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh. I yeah, I do not know this song. <laughs> oh no. I'm I'm glad you put a Sammy Davis Jr. song on because I was looking to do Sammy Davis Jr. but I couldn't find anything that I didn't old. know he was a child star. I kinda knew that, yeah. but I guess I just never didn't think much of it. But yeah. Yeah. It's very easy. Doing some dancing oh my here. god, look at that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Better than most adults. Born star right there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that's that is, the end of the That's it. Wow. There you go. Yeah, man, that's little real quick. Baby, yeah, yeah. Little baby Sammy Davis Jr. Wow. I had no idea he was a kid star. That his face. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Uh, okay, next one's also one of mine. Right. So let me set this up. Uh, I've said many times mm-hmm. on the show that my favorite movie is Singing in the Rain. Yes. Which I you're familiar with, are you uh, not? Vaguely. Yeah. Okay. No, so I've seen it, yeah. The, the way that they made that movie is all of the songs in that movie, or most of the songs in that movie, were pre-existing songs that the studio had the rights to, mm-hmm. and they wanted a movie 
to be written around the songs just so they could use them. I vaguely remember hearing that. So all of the songs in that movie, or most of them, appear in older movies. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of like dove into Singing in the Rain mm-hmm. to pick out some songs, so, and then I would find the original version oh, okay. for this episode. And the first one I went to, um, there's a scene toward the beginning when Debbie Reynolds is like a flapper girl. Yes. A group of dancing flapper girls. Yes. And they do a song called All I Do Is Dream Of You, which is like real upbeat and fast. And it's like a comedic scene. It's sort of a silly and goofy song. Mm -hmm. You're kind of laughing at them doing this dumb song. Yeah. But I always, that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. So I looked up that song, which is from uh, a movie called Sadie McKee, which is a 1934 Joan Crawford movie. Oh. And I looked up the scene it's in. And it's actually like a motif through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, it's like a slow, really sweet love song. And I was oh. like, oh, this song isn't dumb at all. It's just contextually in Singing of the Rain, it seems dumb. Yeah. But it's really awfully sweet in this movie, Sadie McKee. So I'm going to play the scene from that movie. All right. Where uh, it's performed by the actor Gene Raymond, who's not a singer or musician. But it's just him with a ukulele singing to Joan Crawford. Interesting. Who will enter. Silly and singing of the rain because yeah. they did the voices that yeah. really this is like almost yearning. Exactly. Also Joe Crawford. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And this part's cool. Yeah. You go to bed. <laughs> I'll sing you to sleep. <laughs> Smooth operator. Wow. Oh. I like her pajamas too. Yeah. Morning noon and nighttime too. All I do. Very old timey shot. Yes. Clamor shot. Yeah. On the pillow. That kiss was amazing. Yeah. That was like it felt real. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A man in a uke. Man in a uke. In a suit. Goes in for another kiss. Other kiss. Yeah, it lays one on her. Wow, that was really sweet. It's a really cool song. Yeah. It's um, 
And then now I kind of get the joke of them using it the way they yeah, do. Yeah, they use it so in the wrong. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. like really twisting the, the <laughs> yes. sentiment of it, really missing the boat it's, on yes, that yes. one. Yeah. So as I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta do that for every song in Singing yeah. in the Rain because there are probably whole dimensions to the the song choices. Yes, that I'm that, missing. That makes Singing in the Rain even more brilliant. Yeah. Just exactly. by going, oh yeah, they're going to take this song and just fuck it up because they don't know any better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're going to show that they're idiots. Right. And the, and the scene is about how like, how shallow and fake yeah. Debbie Reynolds' character was being. Yeah, exactly. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Here comes the greatest hit of the era. Oh, yeah. This is like the stairway to heaven. This, yeah. This is the song, like this is one of the top five, possibly top three, most well-known songs that even if people don't know that they know it, they know it. Yes, yes. This is Glenn Miller, Glenn Miller Orchestra's In the Mood. Yeah. Which is, when you said, uh, this is the first song I picked because I'm like, oh, Grandma, that's Glenn Miller. First thing I thought of, Really, too. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this. And this is, I actually really like this song, too. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, this is a clip from a movie because this is, like pre TV, yes. And the only way we were going to get video clips, yeah. for anything, exactly, was from the movies. So this is from a movie called Sun Valley Serenade, yes, in 1941. Yes, we're in the 40s now. And if anyone listening thinks they don't know this song, you're about to go, <laughs> oh yeah, I know. That. You're like, oh, that's in the mood. Yeah, and now you'll know. It was the most famous song of all time. I mean, yeah. I mean, this was played everywhere. Yeah. I have a weird memory, personal memory associated with this song. Oh, yeah? When I was in high school, my after-school job at the library, I worked with a kid my age named Ronnie, who was like a trombone player and loved a oh, big yeah? band and shit. And we had a rule, like, this is very specific. Once a week, we have, we each, every employee had to go into the stacks mm-hmm. for an hour every week to check the spines on the books in a certain section we were assigned to make sure they were in the right place. Yeah. And it was so boring that the concession our bosses made was, when you do that, you're allowed to bring your Walkman with you and listen to music. And I just remember I forgot mine one day, and so I borrowed Ronnie's, and he had a Glenn Glenn Miller tape. And I dug it so much that I used to just, I would just like borrow from him every time. That's so funny. And I listened to a lot of Glenn Miller while I was working in the stacks. Wow. That's a great memory. That's a great memory. Yeah. I mean, this just makes me think of my grandma. I mean, just because it's by the nature of it. Yeah. But whenever I want to see, I've seen this a couple times. Not the movie, but the clip. Right. Because I like it. And I'm like, God damn, that band is big. Yeah. That's what it's called Big Band. I mean, it's crazy to think, like, this was standard. They yeah. were going to have this gigantic orchestra for this for these musical lovers. Yeah. You're going to have a horn section. You're going to have a rhythm section. You have piano, you have guitar, and just like now, it's just not even that. Well, the upside is like, well, it employed a lot of people. Yeah, for a real long time. But the other hand is like, oh man, who was their manager who had to think about like booking, hotel arrangements, feeding, all the, yeah, Yeah. what a nightmare. (laughs) Oh yeah, being the road manager for this? Insane. And like, we, we know rock bands with three or four guys yeah. fight with each other when they're on a tour bus for too long. Oh, yeah. Imagine like 20 guys who have to spend all their time exactly. torn around. All... I like the bassist. He's oh, feeling yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's so many people in this band. Pros, every single one of yeah. them. We're going to see a few big bands tonight. Yeah. 
And then Glenn Miller just at the front. I, you know, again, not knowing that much about big band, like, oh, the trombone is the prominent yeah. musical instrument. Not anymore. No. Yeah. I also like the song too because it gets real, it gets real soft. Then they end it in the, the yeah. bang. Hell yeah. Yeah. Because you know when it comes down to it, pop hooks are pop hooks. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, you need something that's hooky that's going to get slow the it down, moving. and then a rising action, and then pow. You want people to swing. Yeah. He died real young in like a plane crash. Yeah. Right? He did, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just to, just to put a sad note on yeah, it. For exactly. no reason, yeah, This is also one of those where I'm always like, where people, again, not to make the same joke, but like, people are like, this is a jam. This is amazing. Yeah, it's great. This thing is just, this is so energetic. And, yeah. you know, and the previous generation was like, mm, I don't, I don't cop to that music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's too, too fast. That jazz. Yeah. That, yeah, it's corrupting these kids. It's the with devil's their, music. They're jazz cigarettes. With their j- <laughs> All right. The next one's mine. Also from 1941. Ooh. We're going to stay in 1941 for a little while. That makes here. sense. Uh, I don't even remember what episode. I think it was a grab bag, but we watched a clip from the Newport Jazz Festival in 1959 mm-hmm. from that movie Jazz on a Summer's Day. Yes, it was great. And we watched an Anita O'Day clip where she yeah. did T for two, mm-hmm. just just junk to the gills <laughs> in the in the depths of her heroin addiction. Yes. This, I think, was maybe before she was on the horse. Oh, okay. Uh, this is Anita O'Day when she's like 20, 21 years old in 1941 with the trumpet player Roy Eldridge and the Gene Krupa Orchestra. Yeah, that's what I made me stand at. Gene, I, like, I've heard of Gene Krupa. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah Gene Krupa, that was a big thing. This, we're going to see some dancers. We're going to see this, this trio of talented musicians, a singer, a trumpet player, and a drummer slash band leader. And they're all at the top yeah. of their game. Gene Krupa was like insane drummer. Yeah, we're gonna. This yeah. is such an amazing clip. This is a clip, and I don't know. This must have been like a short that they'd show before yeah. the movie. Uh, the song is called "Let Me Off Uptown," and I know this because my parents had a, a whole CD of uh, Roy Eldridge with the Gene Krupa Orchestra featuring oh, wow. Anita O'Day. And when I was in high school, I heard it and liked it. So, oh my god. So I've known I've known this for a while, but I only just found the clip fairly recently, so the big band coming in here. <laughs> yeah, it is a big band. Oh yeah, there's that Gene Krupa kinda like he's got a signature kinda like yeah, he's real style. kinetic with yeah. his drum playing. He's, he's entertaining like a lot. Moon before it was Keith yeah, Moon. Yeah, that's right. It's funny, this seems older than the Glenn Miller one. Yeah, well, I think because that was a proper film, film and this yeah. is like a short. And yeah. yeah, he's he's a fun drummer to play. Yeah, watch. he's really fun. Fifteen people in this band, man. Hey, Joe. What do you mean, Joe? My name's Roy. Well, come here, Roy, and get groovy. No, I ain't been uptown, but I've been around. You mean to say you ain't been uptown? No, I haven't been uptown. What's uptown? Pleasure, you're. It's funny because they're lip syncing this. Yeah, yeah. Which is like early, like MTV video. Like that's weird, for sure. 
She looks great. She's adorable. Oh, look at this! These dancers. Yeah. She's got that thing that uh, Lillian Roth had. Like she knows how to be on camera. Yeah, yeah. She knows how to sell it. It's like a little skit. Yeah. This, this clip has it all. Ooh. Dancers. The dancers are great. They're swinging. I don't know why. It just the female dancer to me yeah. reminds me of Tony Basil. <laughs> I don't know why. Gene going off. Gene Cooper's in his own world. Hell yeah, Roy. Nice. Oh, look at those guys. <laughs> Selling it. They all look like they're having the most fun. Yeah, and you think of it like the 40s, you're like, oh, it was just like stayed and they were real like professional, but they're like goofing around. Oh, Dude, yeah. It's great. They're all on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> all on that reefer. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> we did need our day. Yeah, she's great. Wow. That was great. Especially to see Gene Krupa. That yeah, was cool. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah. Great group. Uh, all right, here's another classic. Classic, yes. Yeah. This is one of those, oh, I love this song. And mm-hmm. since you already had them on before, let's put on the Andrew Sisters again. Yeah, we looked at them way back in our Minneapolis episode. Yeah, that's, that's where they're right. from. Yeah. That's right. And watching this too, it's great. Obviously, this is... Boogie Woogie Bugle Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. Yeah, they're, they're big. They're big. One of the biggest hits of all time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, just world-renowned. Like the theme song almost to the 40s, it feels like. It's yeah, so you can. There's a clip. I don't know what what Grammy Award ceremony or whatever, but there were like Katy Perry and a couple other pop singers yes. did this yes. song, like wearing like 40s, like I sexy that. 40s soldierette yes. outfits. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, because it's still just a jam. Like it's, it's a, a jam. great song. It's a fucking jam. And yeah. the sisters are so good. Well, they're all good singers. Yes. But when we talk about having that star quality, like yes. Lillian Roth and even Anita O'Day, there's one Andrew sister who's clearly the star. Yes. And the other two are uh, a couple of Kevin Jonases. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Patty. Patty. The, the, the blonde, the yes. young one. Uh, yes. It's, it's really... Patty Andrews and her sisters. <laughs> and her other sisters. Which, yeah, which they're, I mean, look, they're all great singers. They but can all sing. She just, I don't think they were trying to be stars, but she just has that thing. Your eye goes to her. I agree. She's the lead singer. She's yeah. the front man. Yeah. Um, She's got a lot of charisma. Yeah. But they're, they're singing together. It yes. sounds great. Yeah, exactly. They know how to harmonize. Just, Laverne doesn't have quite the same as Patty. Pop yeah. on screen. Patty, Patty pops. Yeah. Are you fellas? All over the world. Greetings from the Andrews sisters. I'm Patty. I'm Maxie. And I'm Laverne. We're making these V discs just for you. Yeah, this is like a live in studio radio recording for the GIs overseas. For the guys. They really produced this video segment. It's great. Yeah. They, I mean, put stuff into it. Yeah. Some clips of, uh, 
Army life? Yeah. Uh, I mean, just look at Patty. Jesus you Christ. You can't not look at yeah. I mean, yeah, you can see Laverne's very reserved. Yeah, they're very, they're very sort of proper and they're... Yes. But she, I mean, Patty's performing. Patty is performing. Yeah, she's performing. The other two are singing and she's performing. Exactly. But this, uh, this song grooves, man. Yeah. This makes me want to dance to the song. <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite. <laughs> Pretending you're a little just I'm just gonna sell it because I'm padding. Yeah, I can do that. It's like she's the only one who knows they're on camera. Yeah, yeah. Where the other just is just like, well, we're singing, and that's they're what we do. To, yeah. That's when Pat is like, no, I'm here to I'm here to sell it. She's adorable. Yes. And that hair. Yeah. And it's funny to think, like, they were huge. Yeah. They were gigantic. Like, think of any big R&B act today. Like, En Vogue or something. Yeah. Like this is the template. This was them, yeah. Yeah. They were huge. She's, like, I think she's also 20 or 21 here. Oh, okay. Patty is. Yeah. Uh, is she the youngest? She's the youngest. That she's, makes sense. She's the baby. She's yeah. the baby. She's like, look at me do this. You <laughs> Yeah. I'm not going to be ignored. Makes me wonder what their like personal relationships were like as sisters. Like, yeah, were the other two jealous, or were they like fully supportive? Or, yeah, I know no, that's really like, I think they had pretty long. Yeah, I don't know their story. I should know more about them. I know that Patty lived well into her nineties. Yes, just died like within the last ten years. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Hell yeah, the Andrew uh, sisters. Even at the end, they put a button on it. Yeah, love it. They're great. Yeah, good. Choice. I mean, you had to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, my next pick. This is definitely like a little short that they would have shown mm-hmm. before a movie, like a Looney Tunes cartoon or something. Yes. Uh, but this is Fats Waller. Yeah. Uh, doing one of his two big hits. Not Ain't Misbehaving, but the other one, Honeysuckle Rose. I think I probably know this when I hear it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And uh, Fats Waller is great. He's also really funny. I think, I want you to watch for this. I think he looks like Tracy Morgan with Jack Black energy. Oh, that's a good comparison. Let's I'm, see. I, I'm, giving, I'm giving that to you ahead of time so yeah. you're like primed to agree with me. Let's agree <laughs> with me or not. Because he's got that Jack Black like waggly eyebrow thing. But he looks like Tracy Morgan to me. And so, and he also really like performs the shit out of this. Yeah. Still 1941. He's got a whole got a whole slew of whole uh, dancing, dancing girls. girls yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you teed it up for me, but I'm swinging. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Some of these girls are more comfortable being on camera yes, than others. Yes, some are like, am I look- where am I looking? What yeah. am I doing? Fats is way comfortable. 
Oh, I, I don't. Oh, you know, I do know this a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> He's great on camera. Yeah. I like how they're like, okay, all the rest of the girls go away. One girl from that was sitting on the piano, you stay there because you're the prettiest. That's Even though you can't really sell it, but you're the prettiest, so. We'll get to see the dance now. Oh, good. Yeah. She's getting permission to go join. May I? Her may team. I? Yeah. Okay. Great guitar solo here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look at this. Boop, 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 boop. I also love seeing the dancing too, like as if that was like, oh, that's like what the Running Man was back in the day for them. Yeah. It was that everyone was doing those dances in clubs. Makes me wish they still, like, when you'd go to the movie theater, you'd get a whole program. You'd get, like, a cartoon, yeah, yeah. and then a musical short, and then the feature presentation. Yeah. And now it's just previews and then the movie. It's like, yes. ah, give me, like, a thing. Yeah, give, give me, me a vaudeville like, show. Give me, give me a newsreel. Yeah. I'm, we're paying enough. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's selling it with his eyes. Yeah. The catchy song. This is really catchy. Yeah. <laughs> he also died young, just like a year or two after this. Oh, really? Yeah, he was touring and got pneumonia, and then just, oh, he was, he was uh, my age, I think, when he died. Oh my God! Yeah, that's so young. You don't yeah. think of that. You think of them as old there, there, but they're young as fuck. Yeah, he seems older than thirty six. Yeah, in that clip. But, but, no, man. Yeah. Wow. I think it's. I don't know if it's maybe just because it's it's old and they're dressed like our grandfather's dressed. So yeah. They see like he's wearing a hat and a and a suit, and it's like, oh, he looks like a grown up. Yeah. Because I just dress in t shirts and jeans. Exactly. <laughs> they're adults. They're yeah. like real adults. Fats Waller's an, an adult. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just a. I'm just a stupid kid. We're just <laughs> boys. <laughs> Uh, okay, here's I got another one up next. Similar vein. Yeah. More early R&B. This is one of my favorite performers. Now, when I was putting together clips for this episode, I went to my parents because I told them what the theme was. And I was like, I'm having trouble coming up with stuff. And I realized that the title of this episode, the theme is Your Grandmother Should Know. And I don't know any of the music that any of my four grandparents were into. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. So I just asked my parents, like, what did what did they listen to? Like, what did they like? And one of the names um, that uh, my dad said was Louis Jordan. I was like, oh, I love Louis Jordan. Oh. Let me find a Louis Jordan clip. So this is do uh, this is uh, Louis Jordan and his Timpani Five doing one of their big hits, Five Guys Named Mo. This later became a musical. Yes, it did. Yeah, very successful musical. That's musical. How I know. Yes, there was a musical in the eighties yeah. or nineties. Yeah, based, based on this song. Yeah. Uh, but this is the original. And I don't know the original. This will be interesting. Louis Jordan, like Fats Waller, like knows how to perform. This yeah, song. that's what we're seeing here. Everyone in these in these uh, clips right. gets it. That's yeah. why they're still famous now. Is because yeah. they got how to perform. They knew how to sell it when uh, you know video became a thing. Basically. They weren't uh, shoegazing. <laughs> 
That wasn't a thing back then. In 1943, the name Louis Jordan and the 1035 became household names when the song Five Guys Named Mo exploded nationally and crossed over onto the white hit parade. I'm going to tell you a story from way back. Truck on down to Dick Me Jack. That's Big Mo. Little Mo. Four-eyed Mo. No Mo. Look at brother. talking about me now. Look at brother. talking about me now. Look at Who's the greatest man around? Makes the cats jump up and down. Oh, he's great. Talk of rhythm town. Five guys named Bo. I love this song. This song's great. I've never heard this version. I really know the music. Oh, yeah? Five guys named Bo. Does that one swing like this one does? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is probably a little better. Yeah, it's pretty. Louis Jordan has a great voice, too. Yeah. They're so tight, too. So tight. I mean, this is what? This is a five-man band? Yeah. Which must be small back then. Right. You guys got a tiny band. Jeez. Well, I wonder when, like, the popularity of big bands started to wane. Yeah. Maybe it was around. I mean, I know by the 50s it got a little smaller, but I'm still sure it's still somewhere. I really love the movie Swingers. I've talked about oh, yeah. that before. It's a set in this neighborhood yes. where I live. Oh my god, like right here, right outside. Yeah, and there's a Louis Jordan song in that movie called Knock Me a Kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't know that was a Louis Jordan song. Yeah. Huh. He's a sax player. Also, it's like, for a lot of them, they had to do everything. Yeah. Like, you had to lead the band, you had to sing, you had to entertain, you had to play a musical instrument. Multi hyphenates. Yes. You had to be, you had to have a good Instagram account, be an influencer. You had to be an influencer. Yeah, you had to know how to post. Yep. Which hashtags to use. You had to know content that resonates. <laughs> yes. And that goes viral. I also am a big fan of uh, the uh, hat on the trumpet. Oh, for the mute? Yes, for yeah, the mute. Yeah. You could just put a mute in, but it's right. cooler if you use a hat. Yeah. They were doing that during In the Mood, too, I think. Yes. No, or the Anito Day clip. Anito Day. Right. Anito Day. <laughs> Big Mo, Little Mo, No Mo, No Mo, that I love. Uh, Four Eyed Mo, and Eat Mo. Eat Mo. I love No Mo. No Mo. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That is wonderful. Yeah. That song just has so much charisma. Oh. It's no wonder they made a whole musical. Yeah, 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 it makes sense. That, like we're just gonna we'll figure a way to make a musical just based on this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now this next clip from you. I'm glad you picked this because I was struggling to pick a clip from this guy. Like maybe the greatest band. Yes, ever. yes, yes. Mr. Uh, Cab Calloway. And you picked one, so I was like, great. I can stop thinking about it. I. Here's how this went down. Yeah. Uh, because I had originally sent you my five, and then you had noticed I put something from the 50s. Right. That I completely spaced on. I'm strict. Yes. <laughs> but I was like, oh, shit, I did that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, I got to find one. And so I, I was struggling a little bit because I was like, oh, what Cap Calloway do I do? And similar to what you did with Singing in the Rain, I went to Joe Jackson's Jump and Jive album. Oh, hell yeah. And that was, which is which was made in the 80s. Yeah. But it's his cover album, Jazz Greats. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm just going to use one of these. 
And then I was like, oh, fucking yeah, let's do uh, uh, the Cab Calloway. I originally was going to do Jump and Jive. Because okay. that's like the first song I associate with that album. Yeah. But I did uh, We the Cat Shall Happy. Yeah. yeah, this is a deeper cut for Cab Calloway. It's a little bit of a deeper cut. Yeah. And it, uh, this song's so cool. It's yeah, this so is cool. this is a good one, and I didn't know it before you sent the clip. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I've heard Jump and Jive. Yes. So I know I've heard Joe Jackson's version, but it's not like in my memory. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the original. This is the Cab original, Calloway and from it's 1945. Cab, and and like we've said before, it's Cab Calloway's orchestra, big orchestra. Yeah. And him just working it. He's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. And this looks like it's another like pre. Yeah, it's one of those, We're going to show this. Yeah. yeah. We the cat shall help you. Yeah. And the jab is right. Oh, tonight's the night. All read, all right. Come on, old man, come on. We the cat shall help you. Oh, you reap this right, this rip. That's a, such a good hook. Oh, you reap this right, this rip. It's always interesting to me to see Cab Calloway young, yeah. because like I associate him with Blues Brothers, Blues Brothers yeah. and then Janet Jackson's All Right video. Right, right, right. So that's how I associate him. And I was like, oh yeah, he was a young dude. Oh, he's a legend. A great dancer, too. Yeah, he moves around more than most band leaders. Yeah. This clip, he actually doesn't do as much dancing as he does in a lot of other Yeah, you'll see he does a hook here. But he's just, yeah. It's that just that crazy kind of tap, kind of swing. Yeah. Just kind of moving. It's great. His voice is so distinct. So distinct. Yeah. And I'm always a fan of like the call and response yeah. with the rest of the uh, orchestra. It makes it seem like, oh, they're friends. Yeah. Oh, they're just, they're just messing around with it. Yeah. actually their taskmasters. And that's what, that, what James Brown would do. Yeah. 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 I'm sure he borrowed a lot from Cap Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And his suit is awesome. Right. friend who's uh, a bassist in, in, in his spare time. He's got a regular job. He plays with bands. Yeah. And he has an upright you know, yeah. in his house. And I'm always like, I want to touch. <laughs> I'm afraid to touch. I'm afraid to ask him. He knows yeah. I like dabble in bass. And he's a real jazz musician. But just, just in the background, that standing bass is so cool. Yeah. It's intimidating. It's it is intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> like literally the size of his mouth. Yes. He's just, Again, I think he's it like helps. using all of yeah, it. Yeah, it helps yeah. him. Yeah. To get those great sounds. He's got a lot of charisma. Yes. But there's also like an uh, like almost like a like a howling wolf quality too. A little bit. Yeah. 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 A little smoothed out, but uh, but yeah. Yeah. There's like a, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, check out the um, the Jump and Jive album by uh, Joe Jackson. It's uh, if if, uh, if you guys ever heard it, it's way uh, like authentic and yeah. very much loving, and it's great. It's yeah. got a lot of great songs. Uh, we got one clip left. One left. This one's from you, and this takes us all the way to 1949. We covered the 20 year period. Oh, I love that we did that without even planning. Yeah. God, we're good. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, 
Frank Sinatra. You can't not talk about I, Frank Sinatra. I was not not going to put Frank Sinatra. Right. In. But this is this would have been. I don't actually know a ton about Frank Sinatra, but I know that in the early fifties he had his big comeback. Yes. Like in the forties, there was he was like a almost a teen idol. Yes. Sinatra mania. Yes. And then by like the end of the forties, early fifties, he was sort of a has been. Yes. And it wasn't until From Here to Eternity was a big hit that he came back and sort of became the Sinatra we think of yes, now. That the mob allegedly got him into. That's right. That's right. Story, yes. Uh, but this is a clip from uh, On the Town. Yes. The movie version from 1949. So I don't know how if he was still popular at this point or if he was sort of on his downslope. Well, I do know, full disclosure, yeah. never saw this movie. Just just know this song <laughs> sure. and love this song. This is great. This is it's a, a great song. song yeah. uh, this is New York, New York, obviously. Um, uh, not theme from New York. Not theme from New York, New York. The New York, New York. New York, New York. Right. I think, I always think that this is a Gene Kelly movie. Gene Kelly, yes. Yeah, cool. yeah. But not a Gene Kelly, Frank Sinatra movie. Not a Frank Sinatra movie. And Gene. Jules Munchen. Yeah, that's the other reason why I put this. Because <laughs> in this, in the New York, New York, it's, it's Frank Sinatra, Gene Kelly, Jules Munchen. I don't know who Jules Munchen is. I don't know who he yeah. is. And people might be like, you don't know who Jules Munchen is? No, I don't. But I guarantee he's not on the same level as Gene Kelly and Frank Sinatra. Let's just be honest here. This song makes me think of two parodies. One in The Simpsons, where they did Springfield, Springfield. <laughs> I forgot about that. But more than that, there was a, uh, an animated show in the 90s that I loved and still love called The Critic. Oh, that's a, that was a that, great show. John Lovitz. John Lovitz. That's like his best show ever. It's, best thing it's ever a did. great show. And yes. this song always makes me think of, they did a parody of New York, New York. It was still about New York. But the, the, the lyrics in the real version are, New York, New York, it's a wonderful town. Uh... The, what is it? The Bowery's up. The, the, the Bronx is up, up but the, the Bowery's, Bowery's down. down. People ride the hole in the ground. Yes. The, <laughs> I always think of the critics' parody version, which is New York, New York, it's a terrible town. The sky is brown and the water is brown. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very true. Yeah. Uh, so I always kind of chuckle when That's I great. The, the real version, but I just, <laughs> I just had to get that in there before. No, yeah. It. Yeah. But this is still a pretty young Sinatra. Very young. Early Very, 30s yeah, Sinatra. Yeah, way young. He looks a little bit like a baby. Yeah. And I'm assuming a young Jules. I don't know. And I, and I don't know on the town, but I know the basic plot, which is three sailors are on shore leave in New York City for one day. Yes. And then they all meet chicks. Yes. Because what else are you going to do? But this, but this is the, like the opening number. Like the they're great. psyched to be in New they're York. They're psyched to be in New York, and it's yeah. because it's 1949. It's the hokiest thing that they're yeah. ever. The, the, yeah, the sailor outfits they're wearing. Exposition, exposition, exposition. <laughs> we can do it one day. We're going to get laid. We're going to take drugs and get laid. <laughs> I mean, that chunk is essentially the song. Yeah. But I love it. It's such a good little hook. And then it's just them going through New York in 1949, which is beautiful to see. I wonder how they did this on stage. Like, how did they show them in New York? Oh, and like for the musical? Yeah, as this as oh, the original stage music. I didn't know this. I don't know if there's an original stage music. I assume that it was. I don't know. That's a good question. We'll have to see with clarifications. I thought this was just a movie or not. But it's great. It's like, 
what Sailor really does on this. One who's on shore leave for only 24 hours and I have to make it count. We've got to hit the Statue of Liberty. I mean, this is one seen early on where some guy just gives him cheese. <laughs> He's just, just like an Italian guy giving him cheese. I'm sorry, have you never been to New York City? You can just you know, me cheese. Yeah, it's free cheese all over the place. That's, that's how New York that's how it became yeah. so popular. Look, if you're in New York City and there's someone you've never seen before offers you cheese, you take it. <laughs> that's just a given. If you want to be seen as a real New Yorker. <laughs> Pointing at things. Yes. Oh, look, look at this. New York. I mean, it does make... It makes New York seem a little hokey because I'm like, yeah. 1949, I, it was still, there had to be some cool stuff. Because it was it's getting just, into the beat poets and that. It was kind of edging into there. Yeah. But they, Frank's not just showing his muscles. <laughs> also, the reason that's like, Frank Sinatra seems very grandma. I mean, Sinatra's cool. Sinatra's cool. I, I'm not saying like he's cool, definitely. But yeah. he, he, it's of another time. I mean, I only yeah. know his old Sinatra. The, the yeah, the, the Rat Pack Sinatra. The Rat Pack, yeah, yeah. The Phil Harmon. The Capital Years. This yeah. is the Columbia Years. Yeah. There you go. Make me want to, ooh, that oh, makes me want to go to New York. There's a girl. Check out the getaway sticks on that damn. <laughs> getaway sticks. <laughs> I got the dams. Yeah. I'm also fascinated by Jules. Yeah, I don't know. As who in, like, I don't know who he is. But just, I'm wondering if he was like, was he like, holy shit, I'm in between Frank Sinatra and Jim Kelly. I mean, for all I know, he was a big star he then. Be, I, don't, I can't imagine him no, being bigger than Gene Kelly or Frank Sinatra. Right, right. Someone please come at us with that. I will allow. <laughs> I also don't like... Uh, Sinatra lends some genuine... I mean, he's from New Jersey, but some yeah. New York, New Jersey legitness to the proceedings. Yes. Gene Kelly doesn't come across as... Gene Kelly comes as, across as like a guy from L.A. Yeah, I don't know where, uh, where Jules, Jules Munchen is, is from. No. I have to watch On the Town. It's probably a great movie. Uh, I heard it's good, but I've just seen this part so many times. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'll bet you, your grandmother saw it. <laughs> I bet you she did. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for this episode. That was a lot of fun. We did it. That was a real, real different for yeah. us. We did. Yeah. I'm proud of us. Because usually we're coming from a place of like snobby yes. opinions of things. Yes. And this one was just yes. like, I don't really know what I'm doing. It's, it's. We don't know what we're doing, but we like these. Yeah, which yeah. makes it. I too. had a lot of fun piecing these together. And, yeah, uh, and and put it putting the episode together. Oh, so, good. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. It was a surprising treat, and I'm glad you liked it too. Yeah, and I hope everyone listening liked it. But that's it for this episode of Music Raygun. Thank you for listening. Music Raygun is hosted by me, Paul Champanelli. And me, Kirk Pinchon. Our theme music is by Bagweed. Our credits music is Raygun by Bad Bad Not Good and Ghostface Killa. If you like Music Raygun and you know someone else who might like it, please tell them about us because word of mouth is the best way to share the show. Until next time, see ya! See ya!